So I'm guessing, seventh graders, that by this point you might be a little bit nervous. I would imagine that you're a little bit nervous about, about high school, about whether or not you're going to be successful in high school. And by, by successful, I don't mean just whether you'll make the grade, but like, are you going to be, are you going to be accepted by everybody? Are you going to be liked? Are you going to be, be, uh, be a sort of a cool kid on the campus? That's probably some of the things you might be a bit concerned about as you move on into high school. Well, I want to tell you a story today, and I asked Ms. Wilberg if I can tell this story because I told it last year, but it's the best story that I can tell you. It's the best advice that I could give you as you move on to high school and, and, uh, and, and are concerned about that question about, about uh, are you going to make it? Is it going to be okay? Are you going to be a cool kid in high school. I grew up, you may know by now, because I tell you guys a lot of stories of the school masses, I grew up in a small town called Church Point, and going to high school was very intimidating for me. I went to a small elementary school, a Catholic elementary school called Our Mother of Peace, and I was going to the big public high school. And, and I had to join all the others, you know. And, and at our high school, there was just two groups of kids. There were us, the, the kids from the Catholic school, and we were called the convent kids. And, and we were not known for being the coolest kids in the town. Uh, and the others, the kids from the public school, were called the publics. And we were kind of afraid of the publics. So we weren't sure what was going to happen here. So I go off into high school. Now, you know, in Church Point, uh, and pretty much anywhere outside of New Orleans, high school begins in the ninth grade. So the, my freshman year, uh, I go off to start school. Now, I told you that the convent kids, where I came from, we were kind of the nerdy kids of the school. And if we were the nerdy kids, I was the king of the nerdy kids. Like I was, I was, I excelled in nerddom. I, I, I would be uh, uh, canonized as the saint of, uh, the whole patron saint of nerddom. I was the nerdiest kid. And so I go to freshman year and, uh, you know, being a nerd, I'm going to ask Ms. Wilbert to hold my basket for me here. Being a nerd, of course, I have lots of pens and pencils, right? That's what nerds do. We like pens and pencils. Now, why did I think I needed 20 pens and pencils? when I went to high school. Not sure, not at all sure why I thought I would need this large amount of pens and pencils, but I sure thought I did, you know? And then of course, if you're gonna have this much pens and pencils, then you're gonna need some place to put it all. And so, so I came up with this great idea. I thought, a Ziploc bag. Ziploc. Now, there's something that you could buy called a pencil case, but it never really occurred to me to go to the store and buy a pencil case. Instead, I thought, well, this would be really cool. This is a very cool little invention here. I am going to put my pens and pencils in my new Ziploc pencil case. Freshman year, Mark Thibodeau, pencil case. Am I looking cool to you yet? You ain't heard the half of it. It's going to get really dark really quick. So here I am with my pencil case, right? Now, how are you going to carry the pencil case? How am I going to walk around with the pencil case? Well, I'm a really smart kid. 
and I've, I've got basic mechanics of, uh, in my head, and so I, I decide I'm going to use a bungee cord. This is really cool, because I knew the basic mechanics of a bungee cord. I knew that I could just poke a hole through my Ziploc bag, and then I have a holder for my pencil case. This is fantastic. I am looking really cool now. And of course, there's another end of it, right? And what do you think I did with that? I hooked it to my belt, of course. You can hook that other end to your belt, and that way I can just walk around. And I've got that, that pencil case just kind, of, just kind of floating around and bouncing around. And I just think I'm the coolest guy walking through the campus with my pencil case full of pens and pencils. Now, I need to ask you at this point, does it sound very cool to you? Yeah? Does it sound very cool to you? It was not. It was not cool at all. I had really misjudged a good idea and what was cool and what was not cool. This was not cool. One day I remember walking up to my older brother, and you know, it's the job of a little brother to embarrass the older brother. He called me over and he watched me walk across campus with this pencil case flapping at my side, and he gave me a look. I thought I was in Lord of the Rings or something because he gave me a look that said, you have dishonored the name of our father. That's how grave it seemed to my brother that, that his little brother would look so ridiculous with his Ziploc bungee cord pencil case. Now, fast forward a few years. It's my senior year. At some point, I had let go of the pencil case thing. I think God intervened at some point in his mercy and his love for me. God said, Mark, for my sake, please let go of the pencil case Ziploc bag. And so God intervened and I let it go somewhere along the line. And by senior year, this is the important part, by senior year, I won one of these things that's voted on by the students. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like most likely to succeed. And I was in the yearbook. They took my picture for something like most likely to succeed. Now, this tells us two important things. Number one, there are not a lot of successful people coming out of Church Point, Louisiana. That's the first lesson. Number two, and this one's important, you can recover from anything. You can recover from anything. There is nothing you can do that you can't recover from with the help of the Lord, whom I was always close to all the way through high school. You can recover from anything. I'm gonna give you some bad news and I'm gonna give you some good news. Here's the bad news. Each and every one of you are gonna have your own Ziploc moment. Now, you're not gonna do something this crazy, but you'll come up with your own way to humiliate yourself in front of the entire school. Why do I know this? Because everybody has a Ziploc moment. I told this story 
at the Jesuit High School in Houston at the beginning of the year. I told this story to the kids, and then I went back and I put this in my office. I hung it from my office just to remind people of what I told them. And you know what? All through the year, kids came to my office and they closed the door and they said, Father Tibbs, I gotta tell you, I had my Ziploc moment. And they told me some terrible moment where they humiliated themselves in front of their friends and we worked through it. We worked through it. You know what's interesting? It wasn't just the students that came and told me this. One faculty after another, one teacher after another, each of them came in and they each said, Father Tibbs, I think I got my Ziploc moment. So here's the bad news for you. Each and every one of you, you're gonna have your Ziploc moment. You're gonna have something, some moment when you do something and you know after the fact this was the wrong thing to do. But you know what? This is the good news. I was voted most likely to succeed. And you know what? I did okay. I'm fairly successful now. I'm the pastor of this big church. I feel pretty successful. You can recover from anything. And when you're in that Ziploc moment, you'll, each one of you will have that moment next year. Remember me and remember this and think to yourself, Father Tib said I can recover from anything if I just lean on Jesus. The first reading says, everything you do, you do in the name of the Lord. I promise you, if you do everything in the name of the Lord, even when you have your Ziploc moment, you're going to survive. You're not just going to survive, you're going to thrive. You're going to thrive and you're going to become a leader that we taught you to be for your high school and all the way through the rest of your life. We're proud of you, we love you, and we can't wait to see all that God has in store for you as you move on to high school.